Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Old school, we are back. Long seven. We've got about 23 minutes before we uh, sign off on the radio. We're going to go all the way to six on the stream. Um, Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman, old school, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop. Located at 84th and Havelock, every type of meat, every type of cut. We're diving into the men's final four, getting our concrete locks in. Can't change, can't waver, no matter what happens. Uh, we had our pre-concrete uh, picks on Wednesday, so now, Kenny, this I'll, is it. I'll it, go first. Oh, that's what you were going I'm, first, whether I'm, you like it or not. <laughs> Saturday, five oh nine p.m. Central Standard Time, Central Standard Time, Florida Atlantic against San Diego State. Who do you have and why? Florida Atlantic. Okay, and that's my why. That's just just Florida cause. Atlantic. You must know. You know what? He, Austin, nope. Austin, nope. He's nope. awful confident. He must know something that we don't know. I, he you, must have heard. Strick something. must have shared something. Strick took the owls too. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to listen, but did he really? He did. There you go. I'm, going, I'm going with FAU. Okay. Now the big game. Seven forty nine. A lot of people are saying this is the championship before the championship. The U Miami Hurricanes going up against UConn. The, the other U. The other, yep, the other you. I'm going with UConn. And why? That's my why. Just because. Just because. No, I just the the first game, San Diego State FAU. I just think FAU is destined. I just think they're destined. Right. Right. So that's why I'm going with them. Then I'm going with UConn. One because of the coach. You know, I hated Hurley when he was a player. I. I Sorry. Bobby Hurley? Sorry, Austin. Yeah. Um, Everybody, I think. But he was a good player. Um, but I think he's worked himself to where he he's at now. Yeah. He's earned it. He's, he's earned, definitely he's, earned He's it. earned the right to be where he's at now. He's gotten his team to where he wanted them to be, where he mm-hmm. foresaw them to be. You know what I mean? So, I think they're going to win it. Mm-hmm. And my final, the, the team that's going to win it all is FAU. I got FAU. Oh, I like it. And you ain't changing it. I am not. Austin, I, I am Austin, not changing Austin, it. Austin, Austin, Austin. We, we can, we can get, you can write we, it on the we, board. We can hold him to this, right? Yeah. So sometimes you say wipe the honor or wipe the record, your honor. No, this no. one's getting scratched in stone. Yeah, this is Written scratched in stone. stone. I'm, I'm sticking with my guns. FAU, you heard it here first. FAU Kenny is a team of destiny. Mm. I like it. I like it when you, you know what? They are a go team of destiny. I can see that. I don't know about winning, but I can see it. I can see it. I can see it, man. And, you know, you saying this really – see, I letting you go first. Can change <laughs> I'm, putting, my, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. And, and see, it's, this norm, is in concrete. Right. See, normally – I mean, I picked FAU last uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Because I felt like they have four good guards, which would is, is the kryptonite – guard play is the kryptonite to San Diego – to a, a defensive team. Yep. But then I'm like, man, San Diego's defense, 
They they do play they really won. good defense. They but do I'm play you know really what? good defense. Here I'm going FAU Love because it. of their guard play and the big Russian in the middle. But here's what, also another reason why. San Diego State, for for whatever reason, can't close out a game. How they closed out a game against Creighton or almost lost that game and didn't – the simple thing of you know not to throw it behind, to mm-hmm. your side of the hoop mm-hmm. and – when you saw the uh, the player, uh, I think his last name is Seiko, on the bench, you know, then, the, you know, they it was just – it would just looked bad. You know, obviously the game got tied, made only one free throw. Your point, starting point guard missed two free – or missed one free throw, missed the front end of the two shots, got bailed out, didn't have a big guy uh, guarding the inbounds, inbounds uh, pass, essentially. So you gave a former – you should know that Shireman's a former quarterback. Yep. You know, even though you end up winning – and, you know, it was a technical thing how they went and the, and the clock never started on time. But how they finished out the game against Creighton, not only those last 30 seconds, 20 seconds, but they had a nine-point lead. Yes. And Creighton came back and was yes. not even – it wasn't like Creighton got hot and hit nope. three threes or something like that. It was just poor clock. Game time. management. And also I'm going to say why I like Florida Atlantic against uh, San Diego State. I felt like Florida Atlantic – dodged a bullet, and got a wake-up call when they beat Tennessee. Because I think Tennessee is a better defense of team. They're the best. I felt like they're the best defensive team in the tournament. They're bigger and more physical and longer than uh, San Diego State. And FAU plays some defense themselves. And they rebound well from the guard position. Um, I'm going to go FAU to beat San Diego State. I'm staying with it. Love it. Staying with it. And then this is the game here, man. I think my dad had said – my dad had listened. And he called me up and said, man, you might go to Nebraska, but your blood is the you. He your told blood – yeah, man. He's like, don't you ever go against the you. If, if it ain't – if they ain't playing Nebraska, it's you the you. You can't root against them if they're not playing Nebraska. But then I said, man, man, you remember calling out on me, and that's my boy. You know, he won national championship. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> His last name, you know, he ain't a foreman. Ain't a foreman. He's like, did you? He's like, did you see the? Do you see the way? He's like, them young brothers down there playing, Larry, they, right? He's got them playing. He's got them playing. But then I said, Dad, man, they, I just said, look, man, they're twenty nine and eight. They've been number one. They're playing the best. Yep. But then guess what though? Hawkins missed the practice because he's sick. Yeah, on UConn. Yeah, you already picked. You can't change. Hawkins missed the practice. He's then, sick. Hold on. That's just a hold bug. On. He'll be then, fine. Hold on. Then, then they have three players fasting right now. Olajuwon did, and he won the championship. But they ain't the Olajuwon. <laughs> you got three players over there fasting for Ramadan. Olajuwon did. They gonna be worn out. No, they're not. And after put I'm, some I'm, fluids then in I, it. Then I'm saying that like that relentless pressure of from like Miami's pack and all their players might they might just wear down. I know they fasting, but Elijah They Wan might did just it. they might just Elijah wear down. Did it, bro. I think if they played this game on Tuesday, UConn wins by 10 15 points. Now you got a whole week and you're going to be worn out and you Aaron everybody's patting you on the back. They're so, saying you're the best. So team. what you saying is you going with the U. They, you don't let you, hold on. Hold he on. let his dad I'm convince saying, him to go. But I'm just saying with the U. right now everything's stacked against UConn. Everybody's saying Hurley needs to pay raise and he's better than Jim Calhoun. He only he hasn't won a championship, but he's already won a championship. He, he, but I ain't doing that, Dad. I said, listen here, man. Them UConn Huskies are for real. My guy. They winning. My dude. I'm picking UConn reluctantly over the U. 
backup, Kenny. I ain't no chump. I'm staying up in here. <laughs> Love now, it. for the championship, I'm going opposite. I just feel like this is UConn's championship to lose. If they don't win this championship, the, it's you got to go upset. one day rest with those guys fast. Yeah, you That's said they're they they going to get them. Do you know what they're going to get them? They're going to get some pickle juice and electrolytes. That doesn't work anymore. All through the night. <laughs> They're gonna have IVs. They, they, but here's the here's the thing for UConn. They're they're ten deep, and that's what. I, so that's why I think they're gonna. They win. are deeper. I think they're gonna win. And, and also, I feel like UConn, with only a day to prepare and rest, with more depth, against a team that's heavily guard oriented and not as deep. I feel like they have it. If UConn, if UConn doesn't win this national championship, it's the one of the biggest upsets for a, a team not to win a national championship. And since Georgetown. Year. And then last, I was going to say last 15, 20 years. So the pressure's on. Yep. So that's our picks. We locked in, locked and loaded. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny jumped out there with Florida Atlantic, boy. But here, you know what? A lot of people going to think I'm crazy. They're going to be like, you got an egg on your face, but I'm going, I'm sticking with it. Right. And we had other big news um, in the basketball world. Isaac Trout picked Creighton, probably the worst kept secret ever. It's probably, you know what I mean? Where everybody knew as soon as he went in the portal, he already kind of. He that he that to, deal's been done. Yeah, he'd he'd wanted to come back that home. I'm sure done. he'd already kind of you know put out floaters. Feel, and yeah, middle, you know, and rightfully so. That's part of the transfer portal. Yep. He went out to Virginia. Um, it just didn't work out. Uh, he still was a great player in high school. He still has a ton of talent. He's got four years to play. And so, really, to be honest with you, there, if there's ever a year to have a to reconsider or or change your mind, and definitely wants to come back home, his family's here. Um, I think he has a you know a girlfriend or somewhere some somebody at Creighton. at Creighton, so you got to respect that, and Virginia does as well. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes I, I, I asked you about this uh, before, and the reason why I know I have personal experience of it, where and this is in football. So my high school teammate committed to Michigan to play quarterback. He ended up being the USA Today quarterback of the year or whatever, but. I told him not to go to Michigan, and and I told him I said they're going to get you there on that in that football camp. They're going to see because he's six five, he can throw it and run, and they're going to try to make you commit there. They're going to show you all the glitz and glamour. And he's like, oh, I won't. I said, promise me you won't, because I felt like he should go to Iowa or somewhere else to where he wouldn't have to wait to play, and they didn't have a plethora of quarterbacks because they just had um, not Drew Henson, but they had a redshirt freshman. Mm -hmm. Drew Henson was coming in, and they had some dude up there already named Tom Brady. Well, he goes up there and commits because they said we're we're offering you right now, and essentially we need you to know if you're going to commit by Monday. So they, they put the pressure on. Well, the rumor is that's what Virginia did as well for with Trout. With Trout, pressure. Now, look, I can't speak for them. That's what people are saying. But I think sometimes when schools do that, they think that they're getting a the kid to make the decision. Sometimes you're getting a kid to make a decision reluctantly. Yes. Let them get there in their own time within reason. Yep. You don't need – if he wants to come there, he's going to I said that the other day. And yeah, so we talked about it. But so then now him coming back, I think this is maybe a place that I think Creighton probably came in a close second, you know, and Nebraska as well. I think he had some really glowing things. There are nice things to say about Nebraska's program. But I think Creighton was already kind of, the you know, already definitely had the leg or two up. So that's the big uh, news out of there. But here's some even bigger news, Kenny. And the reason why is because he's from DMV. Michigan center Dickinson enters the transfer portal. Seven foot. Read you the stats. He's been starting at uh, University of Michigan for, what, three or four years, Austin? Three years, three I believe. Years. Uh, uh, graduated Hunter, early. Yeah, Hunter Dickinson enters it. Seven foot one, junior. 
is classified as a graduate transfer and plans to graduate at the end of the summer semester. He's one of the most dominant centers in the country over the course of three years in his season in Ann Arbor, and he immediately becomes the best player in the portal this spring. First team big all, all Big Ten in 2021 and 2023. Second team in 2022. Pretty much 19 points, nine rebounds over the last uh, three years. Um, it's, it's interesting that he goes in there. Now, look, he's a little bit of a, a defensive liability, but he's definitely a stretch five. Not very uh, athletic, but very skilled as far as a passer and outside shooter. Um, now, it would be great for Nebraska, but – I want to know your thoughts about somebody this established. You're three years out of school. So he's coming straight out of high school. He's averaging 17 points, 19, and 19. And you try to go in the portal. Is that – like we've seen that in football, right? There's got to be a rift somewhere. With him and Jawan? Yes. There's got to be. Or him in the collective. Or him yeah, in the collective. Collective. Yeah. And I, I think there were people don't understand. You see, the first thing to think of is the coach. Yep. Or but, it, not, let me let me rephrase. No, the first thing people think of is but, the coach, but, but it could be the team, it could be, be the players, team, or and, and, or it could be and what, not be as successful successful yep. this year. But I think also what people aren't given a lot of thought to or enough thought to is once you start to get to his status, not what stat, well, well, three time All Big Ten, then you have somebody telling you this is your NIL value. Mm-hmm. Then you see somebody with less credentials go get at a different school. Yep you know, get NIL money and all that. And say like Michigan's thing, they we don't put a lot in basketball. I don't know what they do. You start to get people in your ear, that's how you get guys to leave. You got to think, we're, we're talking about the University of Miami. Pac was starting at Kansas State. He went in the portal and got supposedly 800000 NIL money from the University of Miami. So Caleb Love, yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, right. So I think that this you're going to see this a lot. And uh, I would say – you know, I want to ask you this. Do you, you guys think Michigan's a blue blood basketball school? They're close, I think. They're right? close. But you said it. You have to re recruit the guys every year. Every now with the NIL the way it is, it's no holds bar. Right. You're gonna to have to re recruit the guys you have on your roster. Every, every year. year. Not every year, but the, the, all, the whole year. Yeah, that's what all, I mean. Like every, whole, every year. I mean every day. Every day. You have to re recruit the guys that you have presently on your roster. Whatever sport you're in. Right. Because you're gonna have people in their ear. Saying, "Hey, I've done this. I've did that. This is your value. This, and that, and this, and that, and and you get situations like right. that." So it would be think of if it, if he was really wanting to go to a better, you know, basketball. You'd think he would just turn pro because he's like his game. I would say in college, the college part, a college game, he's hit his ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's not like a you know a, a small forward where he's got a you know three level game where he can beat you off the dribble. He's very stiff in the sense of. He's limited, yes. but he's but he's a very productive player within his limitations. So it's not like he's going to increase his profile if he went to Kentucky or North Carolina. No, you're already at one of the one of the. That's why I asked you if you thought Michigan was a blue blood. I think they're right on the cusp. They they have a great basketball tradition all the way back to you know Robinson and Glenn Robinson. You know, when, or Glenn Rice when they won a championship. So they have basketball tradition. I just wonder, you know, what what would prompt that versus going to into the draft. Another example of that is just say you. You're at a certain high school, right? You're at a certain high school. You have 10 power five offers. Fo- yeah. Football. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have Oklahoma, Okie State, TCU, Nebraska. 
let's say um, Texas A and M. Right. So those are big, big time, big time schools. schools, and you're at a certain high school. Right. But you think you can transfer or go to another high school to get more Georgia offers. and Alabama and everybody. Yeah. It doesn't make no sense. But yeah, you we, got but you got people telling yeah. kids to do that. Right. When the, you already you already established. Right. Well, the, well, they had a. Uh, uh, Netflix series on it. It was like a QB one where the court. Remember when during COVID they shut down in California, and I think the parents actually were divorced, and then they moved to Georgia mm-hmm. just so he can play. So he could play, and he already was committed to I think USC, and then he ended up going to Miami. And now he's been you know two or three different schools, and it was all to keep his profile higher. I'm just like you already committed to USC. You you got a year off and just do seven on seven. That's chill. it. So it does bad, happen. And bad so, bad advice, advice because. You know, Hunter Dickerson Dickinson is is a pretty good player. It's really interesting to see that he uh, is in the transfer portal because he's been a stalwart. And, and look, any coach, regardless if there's a riff, regardless if he's if the player's coming to him and saying I need to be used this way or I don't like this, nineteen points, nine rebounds is hard to to you replace, to especially when his son, I think Jet Howard declared for the draft, and he averaged like 13, 14 points a game. So you're losing 32, 33 points a game, with the, and with and, and you're looking at you need to rebound and be back to where the standard of Michigan is. And you're and, on a hot seat. And you're on a hot seat. So that, seat, just, seat just got hotter. Real hotter. <laughs> because you know what you know what the administration is thinking? They call him up last. What would you do? What would you do? As a coach, what, what's up? You know what's happening? And, the, and the, you can say, well, he ain't getting NIL money. They like just deal with it. Yep. Just saw a statement from Juwan Howard on uh, Hunter Dickinson's departure. Uh-oh. What do you say? Today is bittersweet. While Hunter Dickinson's departure is unfortunate, there are so many reasons to be thankful for and celebrate. This young man has accomplished so much in his three seasons. Statistics aside, Hunter helped us to a Big Ten title, back-to-back Sweet 16s, and a memorable Elite Eight run. These are memories that will last a lifetime. What I love most is he was an academic All-Big Ten honoree twice. That says so much about his character and maturity. As much as I tried to instill in him, he was a guide and inspiration for me. We wish Hunter and his family all the best in the future. Not bad. No, it sounds amicable. Am, yeah, it, as it could be. I mean, I don't. It, it's it. I can't speak for Juwan. It sounds like he really wasn't mad that he was leaving, though. That right? You, you can interpret it that right. way too, right? Do, yeah, I mean, do, was do, it me? That's the like. Yeah, hey man, he was good. You can interpret it that way. He's a great too. character. It's bittersweet, but hey, hey, holla, holla. But I, again, I've always said this, and I and I'm going to continue to say this. Ultimately, you want guys that want to be in your yeah. program. Yeah, you, those are the guys that you know that's going to lay it on the line for you, right? Day in and day out, you want guys that want to be in your program that wants to be at your university. If there's any wavering, it's not going to work. It's not going to work, and it's going to spread throughout the team. Right. So ultimately, the young man made a decision that Michigan wasn't a place for him, whatever the reason was. But Jawan took that approach. And again, I'm sure he wants guys that wants to be. At you the have uni- to. I think when you're in a position that where, like you said, they went to back to back Sweet Sixteens, elite Elite Eight run. They definitely were, you know, uh, under delivered last year, specific, specifically when you have a first team All Big Ten player and uh, uh, incoming for I think probably the freshman, freshman of the year, year. And, his, and his son, along with some other established players. 
I think now when you have to do it, when you really, I want to say starting over is when you have to reevaluate your program, mm -hmm. you know, considering that they didn't read it, you know, they were very inconsistent and never really got on a run where they started to play well. They play well a couple games and play horrible and so forth and so on. You have to essentially dry, draw a line in the sand and say, look, I want guys that, that without a doubt that wants to be here. NIL, all that totally stuff. Vested. Totally vested. Totally invested. What we have to do is not about you because maybe some of those individual type of wants, accolades, and stuff like that took away from what they you know, made team. them successful. So you have to get back to the nuts and bolts of your program. And, and maybe Dickinson wants to go and just see what's out there in the transfer portal and possibly maybe go back because you just never know. He could say, you know what, man, I got to change the mind. Yep. I got to change. You know what, coach? You know what? You're right. And maybe that's the maybe that's also part of it. We wish him the best. He's done everything. He's done some good stuff. We don't really know where he's going. If, I guarantee if you went out there and said, hey, look, I want to come back, I'm pretty they're sure. Take him. take him. But it's going to be within the rules. Within and so, you know, I think that's college basketball, college that's football. College athletics. Athletics period. from here on out. I mean, look at Jazz Shelley. Yeah. Her announcement of coming back. Yeah, that's great. For that's it. great for Nebraska basketball. Again, Jazz Shelley, take her for an example. If the relationship with Amy the coaches yeah. – And the coach – Amy if and the, the If the relationship with the coaches weren't 100, she'd have left. Yeah. Trust me. She would have left. And not just the coaches, the teammates. Yeah. And that believing are in, the in it. And believing in it. Yeah. If that relationship was not 100 – she she to jump shit right yeah and that's a, and that should make you know the powers that I'm be just, the powers that be feel good that yes. you have a coach that's changed the culture because when Amy came in she had to change the culture culture and it deal was with bad. Some, and deal with some stuff and built it back up um you know had some unfortunate you know injury the injury bug had some other stuff off the court last year was able to recover from that and to and this is also and we only got another minute or two you got to think. In the middle of the season, season dealing with a big issue yep. last year. Yep. You know, having that next game and played like booty, recovering, going through the Big Ten, making a little run in the Big Ten, and then getting to the to the you know the tournament. That takes coaching, culture, belief, and we talked about before with Coach Rule, faith. Faith. So, it that team, now obviously the leadership is there, but that team in that locker room overcame that and that's what is an administrator you should be excited about and then when you have a great a great player and a leader and jazz shelley very easily could have went back to australia and probably had some other opportunities to make more money stays and then when her statement says i believe in this program and this team when you read that i believe in this program the coaches and this team that my hometown or home you know country can wait another year you know it's in good hands so that's a good good uh Send off there. We're about to sign off here, and then we're going to be on the stream for the next, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And so it's uh, old school, Austin, Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite. We are out 20 seconds early. Holla. <laughs>